it's a wonderful Sunday afternoon and you're chilling with me, Pagamani Ndwandwa, and today I'm discussing the whole issue around Father's Day. It is a painful issue for some and for some it's a blissful day. It's a day where a lot of memories collide, we have different feelings and so forth. But today I'm going to speak about something that is very different and that is about the whole concept of fatherhood. We have all experienced fatherhood in some way or the other, whether it be good or it's bad. And fortunately for me, I only have good memories in terms of Father's Day. So let me start with it. One of the things that has been prominent in my life has been the fact that a lot of people, when they associate with me, they associate a lot of reading, a lot of talking, a lot of discussions. And I would say for me that it has been primarily because of the role that my father played. So the role that he played is this, is that as much as he still teaches like in Kofenwaba <laughs> and I'm here in Queenstown it has never been a thing whereby it has been without education and when I say it has been not been without education I mean the fact that I've always been taught at home a lot of things and one of the things that my father always emphasized and still emphasizes even today is the power of what knowledge can do in our society especially if people are educated so the memory that I have that is the fondest is the fact that when I was in primary school mostly what he would do is that he would leave a book that I would read and then just unconscious to me on weekends when he does come back he would actually ask me about this book and at the time I didn't really take it seriously up up until I started becoming a bit older when I say older I started realizing this when I was about grade four grade five that there was a seed that had been planted in me when it comes to reading and to a very large extent when it came to reading class or there were any volunteers that were needed I was one of those people that always just had their shot their hand up and I wanted to read because it had been a culture that had been instilled in me and reading just became a part of who I am I might say uh, by admission and guilt that I don't read as much as an adult as I read as a child. Uh, priorities might have shifted maybe, but I do know one thing is that I still hold it as a very dear memory. And through being able to read was also the, came the ability of being able to articulate words, pronounce words, and more or less have a flirtatious sort of relationship with language if you will. And even today, if I send my dad a text and I happen to phrase it incorrectly, he would actually correct me and say, this is how you are supposed to phrase it. And I believe that for every young man, that mentorship is a very good thing, you know. And until you take criticism in the right light as opposed to a thing where someone says to you, no, you're supposed to do this in that particular way. It's as if they're judging you. It's not a matter of judgment. It's a case of how can you do better? And I would say, for lack of a better explanation or example, that fatherhood to some great extent is like mathematics. Unless you practice being a good father, you will not become a good father. And with mathematics, what you need to do, or as with language, you need to carve a relationship. And by carving that relationship with language, you then start to understand the nuances that actually come about and you start to understand yourself a bit better where you're going right where you're going wrong and most importantly understanding that there's a form of guidance that comes with being 
my father and you're not going to get it right every time let's be honest but um the one thing that is most prominent is that you try my fondest memory though in terms of fatherhood is the fact that as a naughty young man at the age of three years old who had recently moved to queenstown and i wanted something from my father i can't remember what it was but needless to say i threw a tantrum and in throwing this tantrum uh we had these really old garage system where it had two pillars uh, of cement so when you were pulling the door up or down these pillars actually moved up in symmetry and so i picked up this one and the garage seemed to be closing and then not having enough strength I let go and the thing hit my foot. There was blood everywhere. And literally that's how my family got to know that there was Frontier Hospital. And, you know, due to naughtiness, that is how my first lesson around discipline really was. So it was a matter of understanding this thing. And, you know, having a parent who is vigilant, who will say no to certain things is also a good thing. Because just imagine if your parents said yes to everything, because with everything that parents say no to, there's a lesson behind it. And it is something that we need to remind ourselves that, you know, you can't have everything the way you want it. At times, you just have to wait a bit longer before you have what you have. And at times, what's going to happen is that you're not going to have it at all. You know, the second incident I remember was the fact that I had been given a bicycle and it was a fun thing. So this one day I decided, okay, my sister does not really need her bicycle. So I took hers because she had a bigger bike. And I believe that in my opinion, that bike belonged to me. So here I am riding down the street. I'm coming at a ferocious pace. And needless to say, when I held the brakes, instead of screeching and all of that, what happened is that I held the wrong side, which were the front brakes. And needless to say, it did deposit me right up until the front. And even there, my dad was there to watch and it was like, you're you know that sort of thing so there are fond memories that you think about where i'm thinking about things where there's pain involved and the fact that at the times that there was pain my dad was there times that there were good things my dad was there so he's still around you know that is the other thing at every turning point where you say this is a qualification you have you know you sharing it with him so being able to share memories with a father who's able to also guide and also give advice is one of the greatest things that any young man would want um i mean at the age of 31 yes i still consider myself quite a a young man and having someone who still guides me and says you know that is right that is wrong having the open conversation honesty these are the things that a young man actually yearns and lives for and most recently i remember last week i did a a speech for toastmasters and the title of the speech was I am privileged and it's a problem that I'm trying to comprehend and one of the greatest privileges that I've had that my life has really thrown at me is the fact that I have a father apart from having a father I have a relationship with a father whereas I do have friends who have fathers but they don't have relationships with them and it's not going to be smooth sailing and whatnot because also as a man you carve an identity you have an ego and so forth and now it's a matter of balancing the two powers you know so there's also a thing where someone says you know you can't have two balls in one crawl and that is quite correct because you need to learn 
to stand on your feet and i believe that that is what my dad has literally done for me is the fact that he has literally been at my side at every turning point so at every milestone that i've had you know even from the time that um, i got a car my dad was there and you know it was one of his also great memories you know of me having a car so these are just some of the things that when you look back and you look at father's day you look at the technology you look at what is at play and yeah i'll speak a bit about technology just now um is the fact that we need to come to the acknowledgement you know we have really great people in our lives who we can say this is my mentor this is my father and me being able to point at my biological father and say this is my father this is my dad and say that with great pride and honesty is something to really behold because at the end of the day there are a lot of kids who don't have any recollection of what father is they have recollection of mother but not so much as father there are a lot of mistakes that happen in terms of general life there are times where you find that young men at a turning point they do need fathers to guide them with certain things so that their lives can turn out to for the better or for lack of a better analysis i think and i acknowledge all of that and i speak with great pride because i understand where i'm coming from i understand the blessing that i have so these are just some of the things that i do believe that when we have the opportunity to thank our fathers for the role that they have played that we actually do so and we acknowledge them while they are still around I would have done a video but I felt that an audio recording was more beneficial since I feel that I'm more well versed when it comes to speaking off the record which means I'm not in front of a video I'm much better in terms of comfort and all of that as opposed to if I was sitting in front of a video I think I'd be flopping like no one's business right now there'd be too many blooper reels to actually go through and a lot of editing and I love the fact that with this one I don't have to edit anything I just have to speak from the heart and acknowledge the greatness that is what I've experienced and thankful for and I've carved my identity through also knowing my father and mother so there's a great role that they both played and there's a great role that my dad still plays so I'm very thankful so on that note I just want to say happy father's day I don't know after how many minutes that's actually coming yeah I was planning on this thing being like three minutes long but 11 minutes it is and yeah just saying happy father's day